0: Hello and welcome to the Majors Messor podcast, episode 159. I'm your host, Gavin, and this time I'm joined by our friend, Josh. How are you doing, Josh? Hi, everybody. How's everybody doing? I'm good. <laughs> I mean, you, obviously, you know, to anyone that, like, it, it's been a while, but to anyone that hasn't listened before, Josh has been on the podcast before. Um, it's been a while now, hasn't it? Wasn't it like probably the summertime <clears throat> last year, maybe, or something?
1: um uh, the well, let me see the first time i was the um halloween podcast with dick johnson and oh yeah 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 kimberly <laughs> or kim katz i think was her name maybe. oh god so, yeah so. <laughs> i don't remember yeah, yeah. wow and then there was um <laughs> another time yeah some other time i did it also with you guys as well and then oh. we had just try to do this big group thing or whatever and i remember everybody kept talking over everyone it
0: was a nightmare that's the problem with doing group ones where there's more than like three people on it starts yeah. to get a little bit much and i think yeah i night, kept I losing we had like seven like, people on or something stupid it was crazy
1: yeah it was it was nuts i kept losing everybody it was just yeah. like uh, 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 uh. i'm like <laughs> I, I i I give up i don't know what to do <laughs> yeah we were just in there
0: and we were like what do you think Josh? And there was no answer he was like just there no he's gone <laughs> you just went't there anymore. you must have lost the signal or something it okay, really so funny. I wanted to bring you back on because I mean aside <clears> from <throat> you being a really interesting person and we'll get, we'll get to that in a minute um because you've led quite the life, especially in these last few years um right. but you're re- you're a really witty funny person, and I don't want I don't want to put the pressure on you because you know obviously it a It kind of started as a comedy podcast, but we do try and keep a little bit of elements of humor about it. Um, But you do, you are very witty and that's what I I liked about you. And, you know, we've been trying to get you back on for a while now. And, you know, it's just for whatever other reason, it hasn't happened. But now we've got you back on. I wanted to just talk to you one-on-one. We've got no one else on this time. It's just the two of us. So it's a chance for us to get to know Josh a little bit more. Right
1: on.
0: I want to start with what you've just been through, like, today um so quickly a little bit of backstory is you lost i can't remember if it was your right or your left leg Oh left your left leg uh mm-hmm. to to um burgers disease is that right yep,
1: yep. yeah it's called uh, disease and we've
0: we've talked i've talked about that before on the podcast and you can go back and listen to it on i'll figure out which episode it was but it was one of the halloween ones mm-hmm. um and recently you just well today you just well i don't know recently you had an operation to have it Will you explain it? What was the what was the operation
1: you went back in to have? What was that? Okay, well we were having a um excuse me, we were having a hell of a time trying to fit prosthetics like prosthesis to my my stump that I had, my existing stump. So it was causing it to basically hang because I had like this weird end of my tibia sticking out right there. So, So it wasn't it wasn't smooth. It wasn't, it wasn't smoothed over at all. It was, you know, where it could just go down into the socket and, and fit perfectly and I could go on about my day pain free. It's like every single step hurt and that's not even trying to sound dramatic or anything. That's like, I mean, that's very true. Every single step was just kind of like, but you start to get kind of used to it and going about your day that and the drive of course of wanting to feed your family and you know and keep going as far as work goes but I think I pushed it to the point to where that really wouldn't have been feasible anymore and I was like damaging myself more and more as time went on yeah (laughs) so I think that kind of drove us to want to just go ahead and have this surgery and what they did was smooth down the bone and um, pulled the muscle up underneath it to where it basically caps over top of it now. And my incision, rather than being like right across the front, is now on the top. Ah, okay. Like that, it goes all the way across the top. So, so yeah. Today you went back in to have the um,
0: the drain removed, was it?
1: Yeah. Yeah, they put a drain in there and it helps speed up the process of healing and just getting any type of bacteria and infection, build up, anything on the yeah. bottom, like on the bottom part of your leg. And they left that in for two weeks, right? It was what, roughly two weeks. About two and a half weeks, something yeah, like so that. Yeah, because you
0: went back in to have it taken out and he said he wanted to leave it in a little bit longer, didn't
1: he? Yeah,
0: since the third Right. Okay. So, and today you went in and you had that taken out. Right. And, and how do you feel now? Now it's out.
1: It feels really, really good. I mean, it, it's, it's really, really sore. Like oh, I can super, super, super sore. It
0: looks, it looks really sore just to look at it. I mean, <laughs> it's very nice and clean and neat now it does look so much better, but it does yeah. look painful.
1: What, what really sucks the most is the stitches that are in it right now. And the fact that it's swelling and it's still just kind of like pulling at at the stitches, you know. So that's the kind of the part that you tend to, you just, I don't know if you can really ignore it so much or you just kind of get used to it or just say, hey, this is temporary. I don't really know. But Tylenol and Advil have been key to this whole thing.
0: That's crazy. So why did they do it? Why didn't they do it that way the first time around? Why did they leave it so, like, like m- m- misshapen originally? Why didn't they just smooth it off, with, like?
1: <clears throat> well, it was more of an effort to try and save my life as far, and okay. without sounding dramatic or whatever. No, no, no. It would have continued to, to spread up, like, from the foot to the leg, and that would have had to have been removed eventually. So typically, if say it was something that had to be planned out and could, you know, I could wait for a little while, that kind of thing, it would be done by a plastic surgeon. Right. And mine was done by a cardiovascular surgeon. So they're not hip to a lot of the things that plastic surgeons know. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, I know it does. Yeah, it does.
1: Okay, Okay. Okay. I was going to say, I feel like I'm just rambling, but yeah. I don't know. They're, just, they're, they're not really hip to a lot of things that plastic surgeons know and know how to do and the little tips and tricks and you know that kind of stuff. Yeah. So it's not going to be as pretty as one that a plastic surgeon would do.
0: Yeah. Well, that, that, makes, that does make sense. Yeah. So like, what, what I really admire about you is, is your sense of humor <laughs> toward the whole thing. Yeah, you're not like, um, it's not a sensitive subject. I mean, it might be if somebody else was to say something like a joke about it of some kind. But you yourself, have got a really good attitude about it. And one, one, one that comes to mind, and it really did make me laugh, was I don't even know why, but this guy sent me a picture of his, of his foot or something. I don't know why, but he sent me a picture of his foot. It was something to do with the tweet on Twitter. And even mm-hmm. when I seen it, I was like, why is this guy showing me his foot? And you seen it. <laughs> <laughs> and then you tweeted a, a picture of yourself or something with your, with your prosthetic on and you said something to the guy like oh way to fucking rub it in <laughs> I can't even remember exactly what it was you said but it really tickled me because I thought that guy probably feels like a prick now and he didn't even mean to say anything
1: bad <laughs> thanks a lot asshole yeah look look at what, <laughs> yeah. what I can do that's right yeah yeah go yeah. fuck yourself yeah. No, you were asking about movie quotes, like show me a picture and I'll guess the movie or something to that. Yeah, effect. Yeah, yeah, And they sent you a picture of his left foot, my left foot.
0: <laughs> that's right. Yeah. That's yeah. what it was. My left foot.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I try to do a lot of puns, like, especially with the hats that I wear, like, yeah. well, this one's not, it's just a tool brand, but I like to have hats that a lot of people don't get unless you think about it. Like I like to have like, um, you know, baseball teams, football teams, that kind of thing. So I'll wear like pirates, socks, oh, red nice. socks. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Yeah. The Raiders, that kind of shit. Yeah. So that it <laughs> you, you get the joke, you get the pun, you know? Pirates, yeah. one leg, blah 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 blah. Has everything to do with feet. Some people yeah, catch right. on, some people don't. They're like, hey, that's I I get where you're going with that. That's pretty fucking funny
0: yeah <laughs> how, how is it in like with the public like do, do you like how do people approach you? Do, you do you feel that like they're awkward around you at all Do they ask silly questions about you not having the leg anymore or is everyone relatively
1: you know normal i get basically three types of people people that will generally just kind of look at like they'll be walking by and very obviously go and then just keep walking. So rude, isn't it? It's like they're just it's not kind a of rude. surroundings. Kind of rude, not really. Then you have your kind of like eye cutters that are doing this until they lock eyes with you. Then they kind of look away. You know? Yeah. We have those kind of people too. And then there's people that try to like identify with you. And they're like, asking questions about your leg and that kind of thing and they're like oh it's okay because you know my my dad was a double amputee or he's this he's that and then you're kind of like stuck like well okay I mean that's that's cool but yeah, so awkward that I'm sitting here just like rambling off about my leg to you and I don't know I don't even know you I just met you in the grocery line you know that kind of yeah. shit so that's that's always been kind of a Kind of an awkward one, really. I guess.
0: <laughs> and what about like, um, like kids? Because because I know my kids. If they see something different, they'll because they're kids. It's what kids do. They'll stare. Oh, at I, I have to say, like, don't don't stare at people.
1: Yeah, I don't care. They can ask all they want. Well, that's, that's um, the
0: thing. It's just kids. It's like do you, like I think if it was me, I'd probably I'd probably come up with some cool story, like a bear attacked me or something.
1: Oh yeah, I I didn't eat my vegetables. <laughs> That's a brilliant <laughs> um, one. Uh, a shark, you know. Um, I had to buy a new car, and it cost an arm and a leg. But I got a really good deal, <laughs> on it, so I got to keep my arm. <laughs> you know, there's a, there, yeah, there's quite a few that I'll throw out to kids. You know, it's just because you really don't want to break it down. The you know the harsh truth of what yeah. actually happened. You know, <laughs> and so then I, I thinking- have to. So now that,
0: it's, now that you've had the, um, the drain removed and it's essentially just a case of just waiting for it to heal now, how do you right. feel? Because I know before you had the operation done to have it um, smoothed out, you were very nervous about going in for it, but you said like, this is going to be so much better for me and I know that it's the right thing to do. So you were very like, you had the right attitude going in, but I know you're very nervous about it. Now that it's done,
1: how do you feel? Oh, I mean, it's definitely going to be a lot better. Def- I'm going to be able to get my new leg, my casting, and I'll have that for, you know, three, four or five years even, because that's the way it's supposed to be. You know, I I look up there and I've got like four or five different legs and you're not supposed to have that, you know. So it yeah. just shows how much I've shrank down over time. And it's kind of uh, been a pain in the ass, to say the least, so. Versus keep going like that with those, you know, sockets that I already have sitting up there. We decided to go through with this and it's going to make everything nice and smooth and just be done with it. And I don't have to keep fighting, fighting something. I don't have to keep putting the, I don't know, a round peg in a square hole and just trying to make it work, you know?
0: Yes. Yeah.
1: So. Yeah, I get what you mean. So as far
0: as legs go, like, What's the Have you got one that's like got like realistic skin on it or anything like that? Mm-mm. No, no mine's carbon there's just, fiber. This guy that I worked with, I didn't work with him, but he worked in a building with me. He, he, he had a prosthetic leg, and he had one of those ones. it was so like he had it propped up in his office, but it looked like a real leg, so it had like hair on it and it even had a little tattoo on it, like he'd, he'd custom, he'd custom made this leg and it had a little tattoo. I'd, I can't remember what the tattoo was, was of. In fact, it was a shit tattoo. I remember seeing it, thinking like, "That's shit." (laughs) But it looked real. It looked like a real tattoo, and it was. I don't know why he didn't have it on. He had. He had had a different one on. Maybe he was having issues, like, like what you've had, where it just didn't feel right. I don't know, but he he had it on. I remember seeing it. I thought it was so cool.
1: Well, anytime you get a chance during the day to have some kind of downtime, you're gonna take that opportunity. Like, and what I mean is, like, to take your leg off and just sit it and be because it's it's the same as kind of like taking your shoe off where you're just kind of like, Oh, you know, it's, it's yeah, that, definitely. it's that feeling except your shoe is like, I don't know, a combat or a cowboy boot or something. Cause it goes like way up on the the rest of your leg up to your crotch. Yeah. So,
0: uh, um, phantom pains, are they, do they, are they real?
1: Absolutely. They're real for yeah. sure. Yeah. I've had, I've had foot cramps. I've had burning sensations. I've had, um, what feels like somebody sticking a needle just like at random places in my foot. I've had the kind of like foot cramps to where it feels like your toe is trying to go like over, over the other ones. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. And you can't do anything about it. And then you get uncontrollable shaking, like what's going on right now. That's weird. Sorry about that.
0: That's no, cool. You're in, you're in space, so it's justified.
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, just, you can never tell with space; it just kind of does what it wants to do. Yeah, you know? Exactly.
0: <laughs> um, so, move, moving away from that now, um, you were in a band at one point, weren't you, as a drummer?
1: Yeah, well, percussionist, like yeah. hand percussion, that kind so,
0: of thing. So, why did you? What? What? Why did you step step away from
1: that? Um, I wanted to. I don't know. I just, I I wanted to get away from that. I've been doing it for so long at that point. And I found myself driving five, six hours for, you know, 50 bucks and exposure, you know, and that doesn't really pay the bills. And I just got kind of tired of doing that. I mean, you have, you have good gigs. Don't get me wrong. You get some awesome shit that comes along, but they're never permanent. Yeah. (laughs) And you know, the biggest one of all is, of course, my family. I was, I was eager to get that part of my life up and running too, because I didn't see myself being a, you know, sixty-year-old dude playing in a bar with his congas, playing Jimmy Buffett covers. You know, yeah, nobody and, wants and, that. <laughs>
0: and the thing about being in a band as well, because it was like this one. I was in a band years ago. Is that you can't really work. You got like, cause you you're doing so many gigs and you're trying to at the time we were trying to chase a record deal. You couldn't actually yeah. have a normal job. So like I was living it with me, my parents and my mum had said, you know, I will, I did actually did have a, a job. I had like, I was just washing dishes in the kitchen, but it was, it was pennies. I wasn't making very much at all. So my mum was basically keeping me and, um, you know, she supported me when I left the band, I had to get a proper job, but um, yeah, that's the thing. You can't, there's so much you can't do when you're in a band. It's tough. Yeah. But is it not something you <laughs> you'd like to get back into one day or even just do every now and then?
1: I would more or less like to see my daughter succeed more in that field, like later on, if she chooses to, you know, get into that kind of thing. And I would hope that being around instruments her whole life and growing up, listening to the same music that me and her mom do, you know, we have her listening to a lot of like Paul Simon James Taylor. Um, of course, she likes other stuff. She's, she likes Smash Mouth, All-Star, you know, yeah, that kind of stuff. So a lot of kids love it. It's the Shrek song, as she calls it. Yeah, of course, yeah. <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, we're trying to keep her exposed to to more stuff like that. And I think it would be awesome to, like, one day just jam with my daughter. That's kind of, yeah. you know. That's kind of more or less what I would like to do with it.
0: I'm kind of like that with my with my daughter. She can she has a really nice voice, and mm-hmm. I keep she's only seven, but I keep like trying to get her to sing more. But she's very shy, and she when she knows I'm listening, she won't do it. Mm-hmm. But like she's got like fantastic vibrato when she sings, and I'm like I really believe that she has a really nice voice inside of it, and I'd love to sing with her. I'd love to record a song with her as soon as possible, really. But it's not something you can like. She just clams up when you try and get her to to do it. So I have to just wait until she's ready, I guess. But like, that would be a big thing for me as well as getting to sing with her.
1: Well, everything's kind of the tee-hee-hee kind of, you know, way right now. Oh, I don't want to do it. It's it's not cool right now. You know what I mean? Later on, it will be. But right now, it's just kind of, okay, sure. You know, you can tell they're more or less giving in as far as, you know, or versus actually wanting to do it.
0: Yeah, so
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: it's uh, it's crazy, but like you say, you just can't force it. We just got to wait and see if they take yeah. to it, if there's something that they want to do,
1: right? Yeah, exactly. That's that's kind of and she shows a lot of interest in music and dancing and that kind of stuff. I mean, she's very, very autistic, she's like a great artist, she loves to draw. Uh, we have her a big dry race board. She loves that. She goes to town on that thing. Nice. That's awesome. But, but yeah, we try to encourage it as much as possible.
0: Yeah. Well, that's what being a parent's all about, isn't it? You've got to encourage what they're into. And, you know, when you see that they're good at something, that that's the time to start, you know, not obviously, but trying to, you know, urge them on.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. That's what me and my wife were talking about. She was like, you know, well, what if she gets interested in soccer? What if she, you know, because me and her aren't, I couldn't tell you. Well, I can tell you a few things about it, but not enough to like work with my daughter on drills and shit. But she was like, well, what if she gets into this? What if she gets into that? I'm like, well, we're just going to have to fucking cra- go do a crash course on that particular subject, yeah. you know? Yeah,
0: definitely. That's just all You'll learn to with it. huh? You'll learn along with her.
1: Yeah, absolutely. For sure. For sure. But I want to go into whatever it is with a little bit of knowledge, you know, ahead of time so I can still work with her at home.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, so talking of music, I, re- I remember that um, you, were ta- you, you only told me a little bit of it, but you had a funny story about, was it a gig you went to or something? <laughs> Like you went to a show, was it? or you're playing a oh, show. Oh, a
1: concert,
0: yeah. Yeah. So what what, <laughs> happened? what happened with this concert? No,
1: no, this was like big, big concert, dude, like a huge concert. Um, it was Everclear and somebody else, I don't even remember. <laughs> but we were way too young to drink, and a friend of ours was just going and getting the beers like one after the other. So we were sitting up on the hilltop. There was this big, like, bowl kind of shaped amphitheater getting completely shit-faced, just hammered, hammered, hammered. I'd never been this drunk before. So my buddies and shit, they saw me sitting on the hill, and I was just kind of like with my arms up on my knees, like sitting kind of with my knees up. And I started going like, oh, no. And they were like, all right, get him up, get him up. We got to get him. Like, he can't just do this right here. So they scoop me up like this and <laughs> take me to a portage and just kind of like open the portage on, push me in there and was like, all right, let's just see what happens. And um, <laughs> I start throwing up like a lot, a lot, a lot. And then I noticed I was like, oh shit, like, oh no. So I like, Whip my pants down real quick. I was like, I got a shit. <laughs> I like whip my pants down real quick. And I started to shit and just blasted my brains out. <laughs> <laughs> a few seconds later, i was sitting there, my arm up on my knee like this, and was just kind of. I start going <laughs> like that. I just went, Ugh. and then I realized I had just vomited right into my fucking pants. Oh no. Yeah, like right in my pants, caught it like perfectly, like absolute perfectly. So (laughs) drunk as fuck, like drunk, 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 I pull my underwear off and stick them down in the fucking portage on, john pull my fucking pants back up, not knowing that my crotch is just soaked and everything. My my buddies, I walk out, they look me up and down. They're like, yeah, we probably should go. (laughs) Oh, no. Yeah, they were like, yeah, we, we got to get him the fuck out of here. So we were having to walk out past cops and everything. And um, yeah, I was just smashed, smashed. But yeah, that's my concert story there. <laughs> that you and I were talking about <laughs> <it up> before. <laughs> not sure. Uh, yeah, not sure how to go where, where to go from there. <laughs>
0: so you didn't stick around for the encore
1: then? I I did not. No. No, I (laughs) sure didn't. I sure did not.
0: (laughs) Oh, man, that's (laughs) hilarious. Um, Okay, I'm going to throw some questions at you now. These are the majors top five. And I'm sure you're familiar with them, but we ask these questions to many of our guests. Um, You know, they're just the same questions we ask everyone, but obviously the answers are always different, which is what makes their questions really cool. Mm -hmm. The first question is, which one song defines you if you had to pick one song that defines josh what would it be oh man
1: as cliche as it would be coming from the south simple man (laughs) by leonard skinner okay yeah yeah it's the the message that song has i think says a lot
0: it sums you up
1: yeah you know it's just Whatever you do in life, keep it simple. Just be a simple person, you know? Don't try to complicate things that don't really require being complicated. Yeah. You know, so.
0: That's a good one. Yeah. Good choice. Okay, next (laughs) question. Funky town, maybe. Funky town? Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Anyway, go ahead. Next question. Okay, next question is, um, what is the perfect meal Oh God! You have to pick just one meal. That's the that you consider
1: the best meal. What is the perfect meal? Hmm. I got a Kimberly right here next to me. So <laughs> yeah, she's sitting there. She's like that. She goes, "Oh man! Like oh God, who knows?" Um. We can say we can say
0: fruit fruity pebbles or choco pebbles because we were talking about that earlier. <laughs>
1: not necessarily the perfect meal though. I am a huge fan of Mexican food. Mm-hmm. So,
0: I don't take to Mexican food. I like it. I don't mind
1: it, mm-hmm.
0: but it's not my favorite. I'm not like a massive yeah. fan.
1: Yeah. yeah, hey, she just reminded me of something too. I'm so sorry. Repeat what you just said. I do apologize. I was being very rude.
0: Oh no, I just said like my- Mexican food's not my biggest I- I'm not really into it. I'll eat it, but it's not my favorite. Oh, man, I yeah, love tacos it. and stuff. Maybe I just haven't had the, I've had the proper kind of Mexican that you should have. But the ones I've had, I'm just like, yeah.
1: Yeah, like Taco Bell and Chipotle and places. That's, that's not Mexican food. That's no, um, it's
0: like Americanized. Like,
1: yeah, it's like, what's it called? Tex-Mex. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Big, big difference. That shit is it's not good. It's not good for you. There's a new place anything.
0: that's open called Barberito, which I haven't been to yet but that Baja burrito bar burrito yeah okay so I'm yeah um see what it's like i i think we have those here actually i think you do yeah i think they're in the yeah. thing
1: yeah that sounds familiar
0: yeah i have to check that out so mexican food that's your, be your so like tacos and stuff that's your favorite
1: kind of meal yeah always. yeah oh and my wife just reminded me too that's always my go-to meal Anytime I have to go to any type of surgery, which is quite often, quite frequent for me, and they do the whole don't eat anything after midnight, that whole thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mexican food is generally our go-to meal for, you know, your last meal, that kind of thing. Yeah, nice. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's, that's typically our go-to.
0: Okay, this, this is a good one now. And it'll be interesting because Kimberly's sitting there with yeah, but can you tell us something about yourself that no one else knows? Now, if you can't think of something that, like, that Kimberly doesn't know, then you, then you can tell us something that she knows, but maybe nobody else does. But just, like, an interesting fact. Hmm. Or, or, or are you that much of an open book that everyone knows everything?
1: No, I wouldn't say I'm that much of an open book.
0: Maybe a guilty pleasure, then, if you can't think of one. Like, what's a guilty pleasure it was? <laughs>
1: What's a guilty pleasure? <laughs> man, I don't know. That's a tough one. Holy crap.
0: Yeah, these questions, man, like, really, I should have gave you them beforehand so you'd have a think about them. But I, I like yeah. the fact that it's spontaneous, though. I like that you're thinking on the spot.
1: Man, I don't know. Because, I mean, my wife is saying some shit, like, as far as, like, dealing with me and health issues and that kind of stuff, you know. Yeah. So I don't know. I'll 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 say this. Amputees have to use piss jugs like Ricky does. <laughs> there you go. There's one.
0: Excellent. Okay, yeah. next one. Um what inspires you?
1: My family. Uh my cool friends. Answer. You guys, everybody's saying good job. Way to go. You got this. Yeah,
0: that's good. That's a good answer. It's funny how many, uh, we've asked that question too. And you would think that people would say family and they don't, they come up with something else. And I'm like, I'm so surprised that you didn't say family. So when you, when you said family, then I was like, that's yeah, the absolutely. right answer.
1: No, my, my, my girls are, are everything. they like, I, I would not be here. I'm not just bullshitting you. know, I would not be here if it weren't for my wife. And our daughter wouldn't be here if it weren't for my wife. So <laughs> yeah. I owe her everything. Like, she is everything to me. Yeah.
0: That's a good answer. Okay, last course, one. You know, my- last one. Favorite place to be?
1: Favorite place to be, anything that's generating income.
0: <laughs> so what? Just no, not re-
1: <laughs> not really though. I mean, yes, of course that's nice, and, but just I mean, I hate keep saying my family, my family, my family. Doing anything around happy people, people that are just. Feeding off of each other's happiness.
0: Okay, I'll make it a bit easier for you. Favorite place to be with your family? So you could be, your family's with you. Where, where would you like to be? It could even be simple as, you know, as being at home. It could be
1: anywhere. Well. Anywhere in the world. as favorite place to be, instead of just like fantasy, you know, where we'd like to be. Yeah. I would say I really, really, really enjoy taking my daughter to the park um me and her like taking my daughter to the park we like taking her to you know restaurants that kind of stuff and watching her just mingle with everybody else especially elderly people because elderly people just love her yeah (laughs) i gotta say
0: i gotta say as well your daughter is so cute
1: oh thank you man like the videos that.
0: that you share of her like singing in the car and just she is so sweet and it's oh, always a, it's always an absolute joy to see. The, as soon as I see a little video that you put up of it, I always yeah. stop scrolling. And watch, I mean, I always watch your stuff anyway, but I always it, it, it's always lovely because it's yeah, some you. really lovely moments.
1: I appreciate that. Likewise, man. Likewise, you got a beautiful clan yourself.
0: Yeah, yeah, we're very lucky. That's
1: absolutely, absolutely, <laughs> we hit the lottery yep. as far as that goes. Yeah.
0: But I've got to ask you, um, what would you say your top three bands are? Or, or artists, they don't have to be bands, they can just be artists in general.
1: Well, Paul Simon's definitely going to be in this because I grew up with Paul Simon. I mean, I can remember my mom and me like riding around and listening to Paul Simon listening to Graceland. Yeah, you know like those albums like when it first came out that kind of deal um so paul simon i'll say three um i love the misfits i've been a huge misfits yeah, fan like my yeah. whole life like my whole life uh so that'd be probably number two uh number one yeesh. i mean that's like a question you can't really answer you know
0: yeah it's tough isn't it
1: it's it's really 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 hard and i just i couldn't oh eucadian there you go yeah <laughs>
0: there you go yeah excellent <laughs> <laughs>
1: you
0: know and i appreciate the support on that as well because i know it's not typically your kind of music but you you've genuinely like you've listened to it and you appreciate it musically and that's mm. what means a lot to me. It means so much more coming from someone that's not into that kind of music than it, than it would for somebody that into that kind of music because typically they would like it anyway. But you've actually that's listened great. to it as a from a musician's point of view. And that's what means the most to me.
1: Yeah. Anything that's, that's well-crafted and, and just a good written song that you can tell people actually tried versus just a simple beat with, Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, hey man, yeah, on top of it is just I mean that's not talent, dude that's like anybody i, I hate to be that guy, but like anybody can do that shit, but literally anybody can do that shit, you know, yeah. you can buy a beat and then put it online. You can tell that you guys have really, really, really worked hard on it and like sculpted it and turned it into what it is as far as like mastering and stuff like that goes it sounds great like there's yeah. it's it doesn't sound like a something that you and your buddy cranked out on pro tools
0: yes it's it, and that's all down you know? to mike mike's the professional when it comes to mixing and editing and stuff and he's he's the producer on the whole thing and yeah oh, it sound
1: sounds cool. amazing it sounds great
0: so he mastered that too everything he does everything yeah. does it all I, all i do is obviously write lyrics Uh, and vocals just the singing the harmonies and make suggestions as well you know i'll make suggestions and he'll do he'll do it all but you know i'll give an input but it's all the magic is all with mike i can't take credit wow Um, that's great have you got any have you got any way of recording yourself playing drums and i mean like like properly not like you know just sticking your phone next to you i mean like is there any way you could do that because i'd love to get you playing drums on one of our songs that would be amazing
1: not really, because I'm in like an apartment right now. Yeah. I mean, soon when I get a house, and later on, I mean, you guys, I'm sure are planning on continuing, and not just this be your one album you put out. Yeah,
0: no, we definitely um, do more.
1: Yeah, so I think later on, I would love to do that. But right now, there, I couldn't really think of a place other than like going and renting studio time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to avoid that if you can.
0: not if, if, if right. you do for like this cost effective, you know, like for free then that'll be yeah. amazing. But I mean, one day, like you say, when you get a house one day, if, you, if you're in a position where you can do that, that'll be amazing. It really would.
1: Yeah. Oh, absolutely. No, no I, I,
0: just, I, would... I'd lo- I love collaborating with people, especially friends. <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah, you for sure. This little, you create this little thing. It's so hard to explain what it feels like to people that don't create music. But when, when it's, you've created something, that you created it with people that you mean a lot to you and that you've got feelings for. It's just fucking so special to have this track.
1: Well, it's one of a kind. There's only one of those in the entire world. And it's the it's the sonic version of a selfie. It's a yeah, it picture that, that you and it's I got is. to take together. It's, it's the music version of you and I being like, and yeah. getting our picture taken together. It is. It's,
0: it's amazing. Like we did that yeah. song with Brad from LFO. And like when I was a kid 20 years ago, I, I used to love LFO and I'd listen to him and, you know, I'd want to be, I'd love to be in a band like them and I'd love to do this and that. And they were just a fun pop band, but I loved them. And then to to act say, oh, he's on one of my songs. I wrote that song. I wrote the song and he loved it enough to be on it with us. And and he's helped create the final form of that track. I can't even put it into words what that means to me. It's just incredible. And Brad, Brad probably doesn't get it. He probably doesn't get how much of a big deal it is to me. But fuck, man, it's like, that's amazing. Like, it's just so special to have that. And then Mike, you know, me and Mike are friends and to create this music together. It's just
1: mind-blowing. I love it. Crazy how that works out, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I mean, I grew up a lot of my teenage years through the 90s and stuff, you know, to Superman's Dead and Clumsy and, you know, all these great OLP songs. Yeah. Well, now me and that drummer that I grew up listening to are talking about putting floors in your basement and cool designs to put in your, your concrete floor, you know, that kind yeah. of shit.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you guys are buddies. Like, you know, you he comments on your stuff. You comment on his stuff. It's just, it's bizarre when you think back and you think, never would have thought that that would happen all no. those years ago And you're listening to the music. You just don't realize that one day you'll actually have a connection with this person. Yeah. And it's
1: And such a great person too. All you guys, man, there's just such great people. And that's what keeps me coming back too.
0: Yeah. It's, it's awesome like that. And that's the, that's the thing about the podcast. Like our podcast has changed so much over the years. Like it's not what it used to be. And I'm, and I'm, I'm not saying that in a bad way, but it's not like you started out me, Scott and Craig. And what we created was in memory of our friend. And it still very much is in memory of our friend. Um, but it was just different then. And now it's changed and other people have come in and we've tried to make the fit when Scott left, it didn't quite work out. And, you know, now it's like, it's essentially mainly just me bringing on people like you, interesting people that I, w- I just want to talk to. And that's mm. what it, the podcast is now. And I, I, you know, it's just the way it's gone. And I love it. And then I love, I love it because I've met all these people, but it just brings people together. Yeah. Even yeah, if really people that come on the podcast, like, you know, for instance, I'll, I'll I'll name Catherine and Pascal. Those are two people that like now you. they comment on your stuff. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they're, they're fans of mine from, you know, listening to the music and stuff. And they, they listen to the podcast as well. And now they've got to know you and they're all excited because you're coming on this. They, you're on this episode. And I did say to them, I was going to give them a shout out. So this this is it now, obviously. But it's just funny the way it brings people
1: together. Yeah. What did you say? Pascal and who? Uh Catherine. Yeah, Catherine. Hey, Pascal and Catherine, how you guys doing?
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> there you go. Excellent. Um, yeah.
0: So it's just it's just crazy how it works. It really is. But like people say that you can't be friends with people that you've never met before, and it, that's such fucking bullshit, man. And it annoys me because you go, oh, you don't know if that person's real or not, and it's like, yeah, you, it's true. It could be somebody catfishing you. You don't know, but you have to put the trust into someone and you have to do that with meeting someone face to face as well. Like yeah, I work cool. with somebody in work. Her name is Kayla. She's a lovely person, but I don't know if she's, you know, she's told me these things about, I don't know if they're true. I, I believe her because you put trust into people. You have to have a, an element of trust with people. And that's the same with people online. You know, I've trusted you that you're telling me who you are and you're trusting me that I'm telling you who I am. And as long as you're both comfortable with that and you both believe each other and there's trust there it's all you need why do you need what's the why do we need to be sitting in the same room together as awesome as that would be that we could actually shake hands and have a drink and climb glasses together it doesn't really make a difference we're still talking as if you're here right now
1: yeah absolutely I mean that's, that's an outdated way of thinking Is it that, is but,
0: and it's people that don't yeah. that don't have internet friends which I hate that term as well internet friends it's just friends people that they don't have. Friends they've met on the internet they don't understand it and that's what it comes down to they just don't get it.
1: Yeah, I mean it's there's nothing wrong with being in admiration of another person or you know hey that person's hilarious I need to see more stuff that they put out or you know that kind of thing yeah which eventually spawns into you know what we're doing right now i just sitting shooting the shit and i mean i I consider you to be one of my best friends, to be honest, you know, so how weird is that if you want to look at it like that <laughs> yeah, and it's
0: it, what I <clears throat> see, I met my wife online, so we we fell in love before we met we did we did mm. we fell and we loved each other, we never met, we never kissed, but we we were in love, like it was it's the weirdest thing, and to try and explain that to someone that doesn't understand how it works, you just can't, but it does it really doesn't make any difference. Well, I hope you don't think that's where this is going. Um...
1: <laughs> Damn. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> yeah. I mean, off. you come out, you'll have web fingers and all kinds of stuff. <laughs> so you don't want that. Nobody wants that.
0: Yeah. Um, But no, it, like it, it's been great having you on and I hope that you'll come back on again because like, like I said at the start of the episode, like you, you're such a witty person and you're a perfect fit for what we do with this podcast. And I know that it's not like, I'm not asking you to commit and become like a full-time host, but I do, I do hope you come on more regularly because uh, this has been really fun having a chat.
1: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, just, yeah, we'll, we'll plan to do more of these
0: for sure. And next time we'll play some games, we'll, we'll do more prep work. We'll uh I'll come up with more questions, but we'll, we'll do things like, and um, crazy news stories are always fun. All you have to do is go on Google and type in crazy news stories. You'll get a shitload of news stories that are just fucking unfathomable. Like, how has that even happened? Like, some yeah. woman's married a cow or something. Just weird shit. And you just read them out, and they're just funny. And it sparks off interesting conversation.
1: Oh, I'm all about it. That sounds awesome.
0: Excellent. So, okay, before I let you go, I'm just going to give out the details to our followers, the followers. I have to look at this piece of paper every time. And I don't even know why because everything's all under one link now. So I'm not even going to read that out. But if you go to linktree.com forward slash majors mess hall, it will literally take you to a page. This is why we don't have a website anymore because this is just like, it's just perfect for podcasts. You go to this page and it's got like uh, Spotify, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Patreon, like everything you need is all there on this one. All you have to do is click where you want to go and it takes you. So just go to linktree.com forward slash Majors Mess Hall. And like I say, it's got everything on there. And if you do want to become a patron of ours, the Patreon page link link for that page is there. You just click on it and you can donate whatever you want to monthly. And I always like to you know, say thank you now to the people that do um, donate to us monthly now. Our patrons uh, means a lot to us and we honestly couldn't do this without you. So thank you very much. Thank you to uh, our wonderful guest or my wonderful guest, Josh, for joining us on episode 159. It's been wonderful. Thank you. And we'll definitely have more from him um, in the future on the podcast. Absolutely. We're going to say bye. So, we got any final thoughts there, Josh, before you go? Final thoughts. Just... (laughs) Jerry Springer style. Be good to each other
1: and... Everyone. (laughs) And everyone. (laughs) That's what he used to say at the end of every show. Always remember... That nationwide is on your side, and Wheaties is the breakfast of champions.
0: <laughs> unless you've got, unless you've got um, choco pebbles, in which case, I have that instead.
1: Unless you have cocoa pebbles, absolutely. I don't
0: let them expire in the cupboard like Josh does.
1: Yeah, man. I just, you know, they sit there for a little while, then you're like, hey, we still have these, and you pull them down. And you're like, ah, oh, shit, never mind.
0: Yeah, that's what... The, we've got a cupboard full of stale cereal, but I don't like the Cocoa Pebbles. And that's only because they get imported. I have, to, I have friends that send them to me because you can't buy them in Canada.
1: So you got black market Cocoa Pebbles kind of yeah,
0: thing? Basically, yeah. So I, that, that's like gold dust. You don't let that shit go bad. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you answer the door like holding the box going... Yeah. i <laughs> just kind of like back into the doorway a little exactly. bit. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, buddy, will you take it easy and uh, we'll talk to you again soon. All right, brother. you will be safe. And um, yeah, I'll talk to you soon, very soon. Awesome. Thanks, man. All right. No problem. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye.